0: Hi, I'm Doug Weiss.
1: And I'm Alvian Lyons.
0: This is Love Life. Alvian, my dear, uh, I'm blushing even as I say this. Our, our topic this week is a little bit provocative.
1: That it is.
0: Yeah, It's called, Is That All There Is? And it was suggested uh, by a listener, um... <laughs> I said, love our listeners. Yeah. Who said, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes uh, in in the throes of physical passion, when it's all said and done, you kind of stop and say, is that all it is? <laughs> you know, we all have this romantic notion that, the, you know, the fireworks go off and and it's all just amazing. And sometimes it is. And, yeah, when it's good, it's really good. But sometimes it's, it's not. not. <laughs> and you know, sometimes you've got... Maybe it's just we just had lunch. But um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, you know, you, you, you're kind of jonesing for a particular food, you know, a, a meal that you really are looking forward to. And, yeah, get it, and it doesn't live up to your memory. Um, that might be a nicer way to say that sometimes um, people, even though they care about each other, just don't connect physically in a way that that they're hoping to. And um, that can be a difficult thing to try to to address. Mm-hmm. So I'm turning to the expert on <laughs> this and other subjects. <laughs> Uh, and to say, Alvin, when when things don't live up to expectation, what should you do about it?
1: Well, I laugh. What's so funny is I was just having this conversation with Matthew yesterday. Mind you, it was just after we made love. Okay, so I'll just be matter of fact about that. Because I do believe in that. I talk about it during my marriage and relationship conferences, intimacy mm-hmm. conferences. It is... Having a rich and healthy, um, intimate life with your partner is very important, very important. Having open conversation to go with that is equally, if not more, important. And I was just saying to him, I said, you know, what's so funny is how you can spend 20 years building a relationship and ruin it in 15 minutes because of something that you did with someone else we don't realize the magnitude of um, the decisions that we make and um, not being willing to talk about what our needs are inside of a relationship and causing us to go elsewhere, what that can do to a relationship. Just just thinking about the power of intimacy or even sexuality, physicality, what that means when it's good and when it's bad. So we were just exploring a conversation around why it's so important to spend time talking about, discussing, pursuing, being intentional about uh, the love inside of your relationship and physically speaking at that. And one of the things that it requires, and Douglas, you actually said this when we were uh, talking one day about how we do what we do in terms of our recordings, is that it's important to check your ego at the door. And if you're gonna have a rich and healthy physical life, you can't do that ego first. Mm. Many of us allow for who we want to be seen as, as a partner, who we want to be seen as in terms of our physical prowess, we let that get in ahead of the pleasure and the joy of being able to experience complete physical vulnerability with someone. And that vulnerability That space right there is one of the most powerful spaces you can have as long as you nurture that inside of the relationship. Being able to tell your partner what you want, what you need, what you love, what feels good to you, what you want more of, what you'd like to do less of. Being able to be honest about those things without it offending your partner, without them feeling bruised by your honesty, requires that our egos can't come in front of the importance, the power, the value of our intimacy. So I, one of the first things I would say is that in, when you find that it's not at the level that it used to be or what you thought it could be, the first thing that you have to be mindful of is, how do I create a space for my partner and I to talk about something that very often ego will try to creep into that space how do i make it safe for him or her um for me to be able to tell them what it is that i need what i want what i enjoy and i will always say begin with compliment the nature of humans is to be open to compliment Mm. so talk about what you've loved with them Talk about the feelings that you've enjoyed with them. Talk about the positions that you've loved. Talk about those things first, because if you're with somebody who loves you, what they want to create for you is more and more of that. They want to expand that space for you. They're interested in your pleasure before they're interested in their own. So when you start talking about the things that create that for you, you are opening the door of interest for your partner because everyone wants to be the winner they want to be the hero even in bed. So I would always say start first with the compliment and talk about inside that compliment the things that you may want more of talk about that in that kind of way.
0: Hmm. Wow, great advice. I, I I'm, and I think I, I'm that's resonating with me uh on a number of levels. One is of course that that it, being able to to be open and frank with the person that you're with is really critical, and probably one of the most difficult things. For mm-hmm. some reason, I think most of us have a great deal of difficulty asking or telling the other person what we want, right. what we enjoy, what what what's exciting, and and um, uh, well, this is uh, our show is not a how to. <laughs> <laughs> Or DIY show. <laughs> uh, we, um, you know, I think that what we were talking about here is, is the uh, uh, a connection of physicality that's least well understood. Mm-hmm. And that is that the most powerful sex organ that you possess is your head. Mm-hmm. It's your mind, that the imagination and the anticipation. Absolutely. Uh, and the connection uh, mentally and emotionally has everything to do with how you feel physically. Mm-hmm. And if it's just physical, you know when people talk about, you know, hooking up and and uh, and being with each other and there's nothing else going on. It's just the physicality. It's it's you know that's what I think of when I think of somebody saying is that all there is. Right. Because there wasn't anything more going into it to and, begin with. Yeah, Absolutely. this is this is a little bit like trying to make soup with just water. <laughs> I'm sorry, it doesn't matter what you do, it's still just going to be water. water. <laughs> um, you know, if, you, if you want soup, you got to put in some ingredients and you got to give it some time and you got to let it kind of come together mm-hmm. and blend and, and, and turn into something else. And so you have to make an investment. And beginning of that is understanding what it is that your partner enjoys, mm-hmm. what it is that you enjoy, mm-hmm. both of you being able to, to summon up the courage to say that to each other and not feel... Uh, Uncomfortable about it, and and let's be honest here, the, uh, things are not off limits. I mean, I, you know you know I I, I, I want to say here that I, I'm not putting a moral stricture here around how people want to enjoy each other. Right. If both of you are comfortable. Yes. If both of you are comfortable. Yes. Uh, exploring how you want to be with one another, go do it. Um, uh, You know, human beings are uh, complex creatures, and what excites us and turns us on are, uh, you know, are are different and unusual. Um, And sometimes, you know, being very conventional is fine, too, uh, not suggesting that you need to have all this variety in order to be excited about the person that you're with, but don't stop short because you think that there's a judgment involved. If there is, if your relationship is so thin that it can't withstand um, sharing that kind of information with each other, then you've got bigger problems. There to are contend other with. issues,
1: exactly. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: So, for me, I think you know, first, it's starting from an honesty and a candor with each other, and second, it's it's not ruling things or in or out, but most of all being really invested, and this is the other thing that you said that you really found compelling, in the other person's um, mm-hmm. pleasure, mm-hmm. in their excitement. I, I have to say for myself that uh, the best lovemaking is the lovemaking when I am getting the feedback,
1: right.
0: if you will. It doesn't have to be words, but, right. but I can sense that my partner is pleased. Is pleased. Yes. Um, that's a Gigantic turn on. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it isn't for everybody, but I know that's true for me. And you know, uh, having over the years spoken with people on this topic before, I, I think I'm not alone in that experience. No, you're not. So, uh, while we're not here to tell you how to, <laughs> we are. We are here to tell you that um, it doesn't have to be uh, 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 all there is. It can be more. Uh, uh, far more than that, if you're willing to take some steps. And and the third thing that you said that resonated so strongly was be vulnerable.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because intimacy is not possible without vulnerability. And vulnerability is not possible without trust. And we have to create the environments where those things can all coexist. And the thing is that if you're with someone who really cares as I referenced before someone who loves you their joy is in your joy their Mm -hmm. pleasure is in your pleasure if you have a selfish lover quite honestly the problem is not horizontal the problem is also vertical and what I mean by that is very rarely will you have someone who as you go through the relationship vertically uh, standing up doing life every single day in every single way You rarely will have somebody who is vertically generous, who is going to be horizontally selfish. Hmm. More often than not, if you are dealing with someone who is horizontally selfish, as in when we lay together, you are selfish. They are normally also vertically selfish. So you have to be looking at what we're doing in the way that we interact with each other long before we get to the bed foreplay is not just about moments before the actual action foreplay is in how I flirted with you all day long when I called you did I think about you today did you know that I was thinking about you the look from across the room the gentle brush of the shoulder the coming to walk up behind you while you're cooking the smell of your hair when you're on the phone and I just walk past you but you know I was there all of those things are preparatory creating atmosphere setting the temperature for what will happen later and if you are at zero degrees all day long and expect to be at 300 degrees at night you are living in an <laughs> alternate universe
0: <laughs> so, Amen. Yeah. so I, w- yeah. I
1: will simply say that we have the opportunity to have so much more but the so much more is not going to be in what it is we create when we're horizontal. The so much more is often in what we create vertically that we reap the benefits of horizontally.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, I remember uh, early in my life uh, being with someone and, and every time we were physical, had, when it was all said and done, I had this tremendous Sense of sadness, mm. and I, you know, it really was almost depressing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I kept thinking, well, what? Gosh, what, what's right? what's wrong? And realized uh, you know, this betrays how truly emotionally immature I was at the time. It, it, it finally, it dawned on me that there wasn't anything more to our relationship than. Than the physical, and that's what I was feeling so sad about. Um, And I, you know, what a, what a, you know, the mind is a wonderful thing, but it's also it it plays interesting games with us. And it, you know, I I guess that was there in my subconscious, but Mm -hmm. I didn't want to recognize it. And finally, it just kept kind of knocking on the on the door in my mind, and and when I opened the door, there it was. (laughs) Guess what? (laughs) There was the naked truth. There was, in (laughs) fact, the naked truth. (laughs) If there was ever an apt line. (laughs) Yeah, so um, if you're in one of those lulls in your life, uh, in your romantic relationship, uh, uh, we hope that you might take something away from this conversation that will add some spark back. Uh, that's another episode of Love Life. We've had a little fun uh, <laughs> this time with, uh, with uh, you, our audience, and, and uh, with our team, uh, Kamaria, our producer, and Todd, our recording engineer. And we'll be back next week with another interesting topic. If you'd like to write to us, <laughs> please do so. Alvian at lovelife.digital.
1: Or Doug at lovelife.digital. And do know, there's nothing off limits in love or life.
0: Uh, Well said. (laughs) Bye, folks. (laughs) We'll see you next week.